0: Welcome to the Broadcast. Speak my word, is about to begin. Your host is Shannon Davies. And we are living in the time of the end. King Miners. Three, two, one. We have a vision. We will be reading tonight from the King James edition. Jesus told us to preach the gospel, cast out devils, and lay hands on the sick. If you are not obeying him, you better act quick. He's coming back, and we will all give a report. So obey Jesus, so you don't come up short. All right, everybody, welcome aboard to our Friday edition of Speak My Word, here on June 16th. 2023. My name is Shannon Davis. And uh, next week, six days from now, we will be starting um, season 13. 13 13.0. 13 years podcasting. It's hard to believe, man. 13 years. Good grief. Well, praise God. And um, we are going to be reading today from Second Corinthians. Let me pull that up here. Chapter four. Second Corinthians. Okay, got that. We're gonna go to chapter four. All right, ready to go. Let's pray. Father. Jehovah, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. This is the day that you have made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. We plead the blood of Jesus over all of us tuning in today, our families. We ask you, Father God, to help us with your word. Give us understanding, wisdom, knowledge. In Jesus Christ's name, surround us all with your warrior angels, we pray. Fight the Holy Spirit again to come and illuminate the scripture. Teach us the word. God and direct all of our steps, Father God, in Jesus Christ's name, amen. Second Corinthians chapter four reading from the King James Bible. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully for we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earth and vessels, That the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Do you feel like you're in any of those four areas right now in your life? Verse 10, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then, death worketh in us, but life in you. We having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, and therefore have I spoken, we also believe, and therefore speak, knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise us up also by Jesus, and shall present us with you. For all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might, through the thanksgiving of many, redound to the glory of God, for which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal." For we know that if we, excuse me, for we know that if our earthly house of this tabernacle were dissolved, we have a building of God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. For in this we groan, earnestly desiring to be clothed upon with our house which is from heaven. If so be that being clothed, we shall not be found naked. For we that are in this tabernacle do groan, being burdened not for that we would be unclothed, but clothed upon, that mortality might be swallowed up of life. Now he that hath wrought us for the selfsame thing is God, who also hath given us unto us the earnest of the Spirit. Therefore we are always confident, knowing that whilst we are at home in the body, We are absent from the Lord, for we walk by faith, not by sight. We are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Wherefore, we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of Him. And that's that's why we're still down here, folks. Our work is not done. And I believe when it's done, the Lord is more than able to take us home. He's taken others home when their work was done. But if we haven't went home to be with Jesus, then we still have some work we can do. So what's the point with uh, Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum and the Who and all these dastardly deeds uh, that they're doing? They seem to be coming after all our liberties. Well, of course they are. But there's still souls that can be saved. Do we surrender? Just roll over? Or do we fight and die with our boots on? Fight the spirit I'm talking about? Of course we do. Because we want to be accepted of Jesus when we meet him. And hear the words, well done, my good and faithful servant. We've got to continue to be faithful. Patience, And faith of the saints. Isn't that what Jesus talks about in Revelation? Here's the patience and the faith of the saints. They remain patient in the midst of persecution, tribulation, and they keep the faith. And they're faithful to the job God has called us to do. We're not going to live forever. And these bodies, and we're we're going to have to have a a new glorified body, right? And uh, we don't have forever to, to work for the Lord. We might as well get started now if we haven't. And if we have, keep going. Put our hand in the plow and keep going. I remind myself. Again, whether we labor, that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of Him. For we must all appear. Now this is sobering. We must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, talking to the believers. Or it could be a broad stroke here and it might encompass the Great White Throne judgment too. I mean, we're going to be judged. Now, if we die without Christ, we will be going to the great white throne judgment seat Christ will be sitting on that too and he's going to say to people that didn't know him turned away from him backslid rejected him depart from me ye worker of iniquity I never knew you and the angels grab you and just toss you into the lake of fire where there's weeping and gnashing of teeth smoke of the torment ascends up day and night and the worm dieth not That's the second death. Or we're going to be as believers in Christ, if we keep the faith, door to the end, we'll be before Christ at the judgment seat. That's, as I heard it uh, preached, that's a, uh, a place where rewards are determined. That everyone, back to verse 10, may receive the things done in his body according to that he hath done, whether it be good or bad. We're going to be judged one way or the other by Christ, at the white throne judgment, or the judgment seat of Christ, where believers go. But we will stand before the Lord Jesus Christ. If we're in the congregation of the righteous, we stand. If not, we're not going to be standing. We're going to be prostrate Verse 11, knowing therefore the terror of the Lord. How how often do people preach about that? I haven't heard it too much. The terror of the Lord. A. Allen preached a sermon one time, God is a killer. Yes, he will. God giveth and he taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. God is a man of war too, as David said. Word of God says it's a fearful thing to fall in the hands of the living God. I was one time um, in a court battle. It was a it was a battle, and for a while I had to defend myself. And it was a court custody battle. I mentioned, I've alluded to it before, and um, the other side had three attorneys. Ultimately, for a while I had one, but I mean you know. Uh, they get expensive pretty pretty fast <laughs> and used a lawyer for a while, but you know after that ten thousand and more thousands uh, you know you just run out of money I did so what was I gonna do and to respond to a uh, court motions I found out well you can respond and I did and um, I responded with um, biblical verses too and I'll never forget I wrote back to this this other attorney who was trying to fight me for the custody of my son named Heston he's grown now Uh, it's a terrible thing to fall in the hands of the living God I used to put in bible verses and they called them biblical threats well it's true God would speak to me I would open up the King James Bible and I I was encouraged. God would give me words and I would use them. But back on track here it says knowing therefore the terror of the Lord we persuade men but we are made manifest unto God and I trust also are made manifest in your consciences. For we commend not ourselves again unto you, but give you occasion to glory on our behalf, that ye may have somewhat to answer them which glory in appearance and not in heart. For whether we be beside ourselves, it is to God, or whether we be sober, it is for your cause. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Did Christ die that uh, we could all live and uh, live it up and continue in our sins? No, we've been bought and paid for with a price we want eternal life, then we need to repent of our sins follow Jesus. Be born again. Not live like we lived formerly. In sins that will bring judgment if we die in those sins. Goes on to say, Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh, yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Through Adam and Eve, we've all sinned, fallen short of the glory of God. But through Christ Jesus, we have the opportunity to be reconciled, receive the pardon, paid for, by the blood of Jesus Christ shed for you and I on the cross and to be reconciled to be brought back into the family of God adopted crafted in as wild branches were the natural branches if you happen to be not Jewish then you're not a natural branch or a wild branch. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto him, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. I just wish we had a passport to go with. it, Then I could flash to hell with men's passports. We've been going through all types of passport hoops. And praise God, God has given us victory. For anybody who's heard any of the prophetic words that I personally received over the last year or two, there, there was all there was. I got several words that God was going to help us with uh, our papers, with the government. Praise God, He's doing that. I can testify that today I had in my hand all three American passports for the children that we had gotten over the past couple months. Uh, with the dual citizenship stat. our next uh, uh, next uh, task was to get the babies dual citizenship because they're born here in Indonesia and their mother's Indonesian. So here over in this side of the world, you can have a dual passport up until you're 18. Then you have to decide. So they can go to America, they can come to Indonesia. Um, they've got dual citizenship, but at 18 they have to decide: do they want to be Indonesians or Americans? And they'll decide that when they're 18 but for now we've got all their paperwork in order, I'm so excited and uh, they should have their, they went into uh, the um, Indonesian uh, passport office today whatever you call it, immigration, not immigration but whatever it is and um, took their passport photos so they should be picking them up next week I have two passports, that's pretty cool Uh, it was a process go through a lot of paperwork just to get a a man's passport. I wish we had that one from heaven. Well, we do in the Spirit. And some are traveling up there from what I hear. My grandmother was up up there twice. uh, Caught up in the Spirit into the throne room of God. She didn't go up there every day or every week, as some may, but, and you know, jury's out on that as far as I'm concerned. Uh, But Uh, there are people that God calls up into heaven. and uh, So, yeah, they're going up there when he calls them. Okay, let me get focused here, but I just want to put in that praise report. Yeah, that that came to pass. God's helped uh, Mama get her passport renewed. We were kind of worried. We didn't know what to expect if they were going to require her to get the COVID-19, and of course we wouldn't let her, but thank God that wasn't the issue. And uh, she was able to get her passport renewed. Babies all taken care of. Now I'm waiting on mine to come back in. American passport's good for 10 years. So, by the way, if you have, don't have a, a passport that's expired or soon to um, expire or you never got one, recommend you get one. That way, if God says hit the road, you'll be able to do it. Everybody should get it done. And do it now because during COVID, while the passport offices were shut down. Could happen again. Get it done. Get a copy of your birth certificate, by the way. Or two. Update your driver's license. Get this ID done. Your credentials have a copy of it all. So if you have to hit the road, you've got it all ready to go. Get your packet. So I'm the last one. Now, um, I'm jumping through the hoops. I'll be glad when it's over. A lot of paperwork. Oh my goodness, I did it myself too, most of it. And then we got some help too here on the, uh, on the ground. Okay. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sent for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. What a great gift the Lord Jesus Christ has given us. The Father. Second Corinthians chapter 6. We then as workers together with him beseech you also that ye receive not the grace of God in vain. For he saith, I have heard thee in a time accepted, and in the day of salvation I have succored thee, Call thee. Behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Giving no offense in anything, that the ministry be not blamed. But in all things, approving ourselves as the ministers of God in much patience. So these things go to the territory. In afflictions, in necessities, in distresses, but there's more. In stripes. You know, the disciples, Apostle Paul, uh, many of them were beaten. In imprisonments, in tumults, in labors, in watchings, in fastings. By pureness, by knowledge, by long suffering, by kindness by the Holy Ghost, by love unfeigned. So we were not promised a rose garden. As Sister Indira Prasad said, I never promised you a rose garden. It's true. Uh, By the word of truth, by the power of God, by the armor of righteousness, on the right hand and on the left, by honor and dishonor, by evil report and good report, as deceivers and yet true, as unknown and yet well known, as dying and behold we live, as chastened and not killed, as sorrowful yet always rejoicing, as poor yet making many rich. Paul wasn't living his best life now in a uh, Rolls-Royce chariot. I suppose if Rolls-Royce had been making um, vehicles, they would probably be making a special type of chariot with, you know, gold rims. Could you imagine? Today we like to put rims on cars. What what would you What did you put on chariots? Probably gold rim, uh, spokes, whatever you call them. Uh, leather seats, custom. Uh, chariots with, you know, hand-carved special wood, (laughs) mahogany. (laughs) Okay, anybody remember those wood grain dashes that were popular back in the late 90s? Mid-90s, put them on cars. All types of accessories. The gold package, anybody remember that? I can imagine. There were probably uh, customizers for chariots back then put the wood grain dash on it the gold package um, what else do they have spoilers they didn't have stereos back then remind me sometime tell you about the uh, time I I was doing gold packages for about two months with my uncle Then I said uh, I'm going back to work for the government I took a break and uh, went to California to learn Jeet Kune Do from Bruce Lee's protege Dan Inosana, remind me another time I don't have enough time okay, I've told the story before to some maybe I'll tell it again someday, okay Um, but Paul was describing what it was like to be a disciple of Christ you want to be a disciple, you want to be an apostle? You want to work for the Lord? Well, understand. These things come with it. Count the cost. And then obey the Lord. Do it because not anything we might have to go through that's not worth paying that price for what lays ahead for those that will be faithful as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, as having nothing, and yet possessing all things. O ye Corinthians, our mouth is open unto you, our heart is enlarged. You're not straightened in us, but you're straightened in your own bowels. Now for a recompense in the same. I speak unto my children, but ye also enlarged, Oh, boy. Remember this verse, verse 14. Be ye, talking about all of us, not unequal yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? And what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? Got a lot of people though that disregard that and they date and marry people that they are now unequally yoked with. And they wonder why they have problems. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God and they shall be my people. Well there's another verse that says he that defiles the temple of God him God will destroy. How do we defile our temples? Sexual sin? Drugs and alcohol? What else? Wherefore? Wait a minute. And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols. For ye are the temple of the living God, and as God hath said, I will dwell in them and walk in them. I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, the unbelievers, the infidels, and be ye separate, saith the Lord. And touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. I will be a father unto you, and ye shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord the Lord Almighty. That's Yehovah. One more. Chapter 7. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Receive us. We have wronged no man. We have corrupted no man. We have defrauded no man. I speak now this to condemn you, for I have said before that ye are in our hearts to die and live with you. Great is my boldness of speech towards you, great is my goring of you, I am filled with comfort, I am exceeding joyful in all our tribulation. For when we were come into Macedonia our flesh had no rest, but we were troubled on every side. Without were fightings, Within were fears. Nevertheless, God, that comforteth those that are cast down, comforteth, comforted us by the coming of Titus. And not by his coming only, but by the consolation wherewith he was comforted in you, when he told us your earnest desire, your mourning, your fervent mind toward me, so that I rejoiced the more. For though I had made you sorry with a letter, I do not repent, Though I did repent, for I received that the same epistle hath made you sorry, though it were but for a season. Now, I rejoice, not that ye were made sorry, but that ye sorrowed to repentance. For ye were made sorry after a godly manner, that ye might receive damage by us and nothing. For godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. For behold, this selfsame thing, that ye sorrowed after a godly sort, what carefulness it wrought in you! Yea, what clearing of yourselves! Yea, what indignation! Yea, what fear! Yea, what vehement desire! Yea, what zeal! Yea, what revenge! and all things ye have approved yourselves to be clear in this matter. Wherefore, though, I wrote unto you, I did it not... For his cause that had done the wrong, nor for his cause that suffered wrong, but that our care for you in the sight of God might appear unto you. Therefore we were comforted in your comfort, yea, and exceedingly the more joyed we for the joy of Titus, because his spirit was refreshed by you all. For if I have boasted anything of him to him of you, I am not ashamed. But as we spake all things to you in truth, Even so our boasting, which I made before Titus, is found a truth. And his inward affection is more abundant toward you, whilst he remembereth the obedience of you all, how with fear and trembling ye received him. Rejoice, therefore, that I have confidence in you in all things. Okay, we're going to stop right there. We read uh, 2 Corinthians 4 through 7. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to read your word today, speak it. Blessed to hear, write your word on the tables of our heart, in Jesus Christ's name, amen. Friends, thank you for tuning in to Speak My Word. We're going to try to continue that every night. Okay, coming up next, Dr. Daniel Daves, let's take a break. I'm going to refresh Mix r and we'll be right back.